Hey, I'm Toby. And I'm Larry. Welcome to How Does That Sound? Buddy, I'm here with my lovely wife, Clarit. <laughs> She's laughing. I'm doing good, and you? How are you doing? Lovely husband. What does lovely That's mean? what I'm laughing. <laughs> what does lovely mean, like, in the context of, like, a person? I don't think we should go down that. No, I'm actually curious. I'm actually curious. I'm actually before them so like lovely. What's the root of that? Beautiful. It's a lovely, exquisitely beautiful. Oh, that's what that means. Okay, cool, I'll take it. Yeah, I'm beautiful. I agree. I actually agree. Cool. I'm good, I'm good. Um it's a good time of the year and the world club started today. And I'm actually happy that we're going to have 64 games over the next four months. 64 really fun games. So I'll say this is this is this is this is a nice period. I'm enjoying it. Why 64 games? There are eight groups. Uh, each group has four countries in them, and so like they have to play the group stage games where each of those countries within the group will play each other, and then from there they have to go on to like. A round of sixteen, and then, uh, well, then they're going to quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals. So yeah, a lot of lot of games to be played from now till uh, December eighteenth. That's why. That's good to know. I guess I've learned something. I actually did not know, or rather, I don't know that much about World Cup. Yeah, I just grew up watching. I guess. Nigeria, <laughs> and then Argentina, and then what other um, countries that good? Just I guess the star countries, right? That's what I'm used to. Actually, yeah, I think Nigeria and Argentina play each other quite often in these competitions, and Argentina always beats Nigeria. So yeah, you're not wrong there. I'm not wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the first game was this morning. I was texting a friend of mine, just asking him who were his favorites for the competition. And also, uh, the game that was going on, going on was Qatar versus Ecuador. And he was telling me how he thinks Ecuador is going to win. And I was like, yeah, Ecuador is going to win. Um, and he actually has like a, a bracket going on for it, for the World Cup. And I think within the first few minutes, Ecuador scored. Ecuador with Estupinian sending it into the penalty area and Al Sheeb coming out and not getting hold of the ball and it's sent into the middle. The first goal of the World Cup has been scored by Enna Valencia. And it's taken him less than three minutes to find the back of the net. But then the goal, goal was cancelled because it was offside. And the goal. 
Let's have a look at this offside decision here, Matt. It has to be really close. Yeah, it does. Goalkeeper comes a long way. Doesn't get anything on the ball. And when the header comes in, the offside is... Well, he's just a fraction off, isn't he? It's a, a leg off. He's offside by a lower leg. So when Ecuador sc scored, I, I messaged him and I told him things are off to a good start for you. But then as we were just... This way as I sent that message, they cancelled the goal, said what offside. And then I had to message and, and told him that I spoke too soon. And then, and then he messaged saying that um, uh, that was a roller coaster of emotions. Anyways, Ecuador eventually won 2-0. But I think just his comment there on how much emotions um, are involved just watching a game um, of football, um, especially with the... We did different things that can happen, like you can score a goal and then it can be found to be offside. Uh, a player can get injured and then your chances of winning are ruined. Um, anything can happen with football. Um, and But yet, like, we watch every game full of hope that it would turn out well. Um, but then during the 90 minutes, anything can happen. So I thought, just thinking about that, I thought maybe today we can talk about the emotional roller coaster that goes into starting a business you just gave us a whole lecture you took us through a a real roller coaster that was a long segment i uh, i was trying to bring us to a nice spot i don't know if i landed well if i didn't apologies yeah i feel like when you're starting a business or starting anything for that matter there is a range of emotions that you know that you go through um when the idea first comes to you you're probably very excited or you're thinking about like the prospect of um putting things together and bringing the idea to life and then when you start thinking about the different processes that are involved in you know actually implementing that idea um building a strategy uh, the resources you need uh the channels that you need to develop the relationship it needs to build. But when you're thinking about that, you might be maybe just a little bit less excited when you think about the work. And then when you start putting the work together, there is a chance that you know you get tired, um, you're spending long, long hours. And then when something clicks or when you get your first client or something, you can get excited again. And then if the client doesn't work out, you get sad again. There's just a range of emotions that can happen, especially at the beginning stages of a business. And I think that's something that you know, anyone um, who is listening to this podcast right now who has started anything, that's something you can probably relate to. So I feel like it's, it's, a, it's a good conversation for us to have. Right now, you're in the early stages of your business. So just generally, how did it feel when you launched your business? I, I hope this doesn't come around, but I've actually never seen myself as um, someone who would go into full-time entrepreneurship. I never thought that, oh, like styling or fashion, like I never thought it was something that would bring me money. I just thought it was something that I really liked, you know, it's just part of me. So to think about doing it for other people, I think that was actually like, oh, like, you know, it's one thing to style yourself. I understand myself. I know myself. I know what I like. I know what I do like. 
but then I have it to do it for other people. I think the thought of that um, was scary. Um, that then also the thought of okay, I'm not honestly before I started blogging or putting my like blogging and trying to build this whole brand. I've never really been so much into social media. I would post once in like two months. <laughs> like I was never big. So the thought of having to put myself out there and start posting and then, you know, if you want to like build a followership or community, you have to like put your face out there. Hi guys, so I'm doing this, I'm doing that. That's the last thing. That is one of the, I still struggle with that till today. Like. Putting myself out there is just like that's a whole different ball game. <laughs> so that that one is is was is hard. You know, the idea of doing something for someone that's like okay, I know myself, but then would I be able to get it as well for that person? And then I'm going to collect money. I don't want issues. I don't want drama. So I think that was here. And then the other part of like managing the whole business, you know. Okay, I think that one, I didn't, that, that didn't hit me until maybe when I actually officially started. I think the first day I had to figure out um, registering the business and then figure out how I wanted to set up like accounting stuff, like admin, that they actually ended the day having headaches and Toby was like, laughing at me. And as I did one thing, I figured, oh, something else has to go. And I kept seeing multiple things that can be better and i remember trying to be that day, like how did i just go from launching this today to having a whole to-do list and he's like yep that's what happened so i actually wasn't prepared for that so that was just like wow like how do you balance all this and then that so yeah it was just a lot but then i think because i so i actually started blogging i gave myself I gave myself a lot of space. I knew about this from 2020 and it literally took me two years to officially launch it. So I think by the time I started now, um, I had already dealt with some of these fears um, and it was more of exciting now and it felt like it's long overdue. And so it was just more about, I didn't think I was going to have to do all of these things. <laughs> that I had to deal with when I actually officially launched it this year. So, yeah. Let's move past, like, registration and all of those things. When you got someone to work with, like a client that you're working with, how did you feel? I mean, okay, this is my first client, or this is my first project I'm working on. Um, what was the feeling like? Uh, this is something that you have been thinking about doing, and now... Yeah, actually going to that putting the project together for somebody. What was that feeling? It was I was actually very excited. I was so happy, you know, jumping. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I love it because like one minute you're like, Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, God, you're so faithful and then the next minute the client does something and you're like, I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, but I was so excited, I was very grateful. And it just, it, it was actually an encouragement, you know, like an encouragement, like, oh, wow, okay, this thing actually makes sense. There's a need for it, right? So I was actually motivated and happy. And then um, I, although at the beginning, also I was excited, I kind of knew that it was going to be a challenge because it was going to be completely different 
um, from what I actually have done like in the past. So it was a new thing I was branching out into. So yeah, yeah that was that was it in a nutshell. What about when you finished the project? I was actually happy when I finished it. Like if this this particular first project it kicked me in the butt, guys. I wouldn't even lie. So when I was done, I was actually glad that I finished it. I was glad that um something that I had like like just I guess seeing the works of your hands, it was actually very um I was actually very happy. And then so as I said, this was something very different from what I'm used to. Um I had to come up with designs. And so actually seeing those designs, things that you imagine or things that you create, having actually seen them come to life. And then you see it and you're like, whoa, wow. Like, yeah. So I was actually very excited. I was actually very, very excited and grateful that I saw to the end, like I finished it and I ticked off all my, my boxes. I believe I gave my best <laughs> in the way I could. So yeah. Yeah, but, but like, what's your question? I'm right? Yeah, just I just want to know what do. Yeah, no, I guess I just want to know the So, when now you finish the first project, what is the feeling like when you are searching for a new client? I, 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 how does that translate to your impression of what your business is like? Do you start feeling like, oh, is this business idea a solid one? Do you start trying to like change things? That uh, like strategies that you're trying, you're implementing before, like just just talking to like your thought process and your emotions when you're waiting for a next client, or you're waiting for um a new project. I think for me, most times it just it, it it's taking me back to like okay, um I guess the dream, but okay, you know you you even though you found one, like you can't stop this. Like even as you have that one, you have to keep pushing in other things. So I, one of the things that I'm doing and I'm trying to constantly is um, putting myself out there more and actually building. Um, so like, I'm not just only waiting on the client comes, like even maybe through like blogs, you get, I'm pushing like content there, pushing things out there so that you get to it. I get to a point whereby, you know, I don't even have to wait, you get, like I can just, Oh, um, once I'm done with this one, or oh, I have something else, there are different things that I'm putting because I don't think, because to be honest, it's not easy, you know, with something like, um for something like styling, right? I think that people will need to be convinced a bit more as to why they need you. you get, like someone can tell me, and this is a conversation I think you and I have had, because you tell me, why do you need to hire a stylist? Like you can go on Instagram and just search your favorite blogger and see what they wear, you know, just buy their suggestions and use it for yourself. You can just go to a store, you can go online. So you have to convince people. So in the waiting moment, right, sometimes I try not to get in my head and I'm just trying to push in other things that like I believe like um will help me and then it's also like big on networking, like having to just put myself out there, just keep going. I think that's what I'm doing. So I'm very grateful that I have a website, you know, my blog, I do that, you know, I share tips, I try to come up with those things, actually make me feel like, okay, I don't just have to wait. I'm also still creating content and value while also um, 
waiting for a potential client that will become money because some of these things you get they don't necessarily bring money as fast as if you have a client right but you're doing that and we're actually building and it to actually turn into money eventually that kind of thing i know you talked about like putting yourself out there and it's a bit out of your comfort zone to do that to put yourself out there but sometimes doing that right gets you some kind of recognition that okay people and validation really from people saying oh well uh, this person does this um and maybe they even shout you out saying that they really like your style when you get like those kind of things in comparison to you know the the frustration or the stress of like looking for trying to like occupy your time occupy your time um to market yourself um the feeling of getting recognized how does that come true for you right now where i am it's actually the best thing that um can happen to me on first thing that I, I i i would love to experience because you know um marketing is not easy i don't know if it comes naturally to other people but when he's explaining to me like things i should do like what they do like in like for companies like in his company what they do like or marketers how they think i'm just like this is too much <laughs> like this is too much work like i can't this is too much for me like you know you have to think like this you have to do this you have to um like for example now you go out you know you shop or you you're invited to an event you post it five times and i'm like don't you get tired but like that's how you are so like these things are not that easy honestly and so i'm learning on the go and then so like when someone actually recognizes you when someone actually reaches out i'm like oh i see what you're doing like oh it's nice you can imagine how that feels. I feel like a child in a candy store. I'm just like, oh my god, somebody notices something and I'm there. I'm not crazy. Like it actually works. Like all oh, this thing I'm doing actually it makes sense, right? So it's actually it's it's sometimes it's like the best encouragement that I didn't even know I needed that day to just keep pushing and keep making a step. So yeah, that's literally I guess my voice, everything, that's how I feel. <laughs> So basically, the recognition makes everything feel worth it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think that's the thing with business too, right? It is very much a trial and error process sometimes. Like, and and I feel like it's, it's just the hope of uh, of what can be when you actually like like put yourself out there. You know, do, do do some get some projects under under your belt, and then get people to actually recognize that. I think it it's yeah, it's very much trial and error process because you know, despite you doing everything, people can see your work and be like, "This is trash." You know, it's, but it's always good when like someone can actually recognize you. I guess for me, just maybe I should just give some context. Like, I've started businesses before, especially one specific business. Uh, business consultation, uh, particularly when it comes to business planning, and I did start that, and it was really fun. Like I got to meet a lot of brilliant people and entrepreneurs, and worked with them, and it 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 really helped me even get more defined in some of the things I liked about the work that I do now, and some of the things I liked about writing, about marketing, about business generally. Uh, but it was such a roller coaster of emotion because i started it basically without anything um basically without like a proper capital at some point it started funding itself which was okay but i started without 
any actual capital. I just said, okay, I'm just going to use whatever resources I have available to me, whether it's I have a computer, cool. I have access to the internet, social media, access to one or two people in my network, and I'm just going to start seeing I can reach out to them and seeing I can pitch myself. I signed up for a trade show. I remember I signed up for a trade show. Uh, I was able to book the spot last minute uh, with a few hundred dollars I had with me. I went for the trade show, got some contact, got some clients. But yeah, it, it, so basically, I know what that beginning stage can be like and how stressful it can seem. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I was excited to actually get that business off the ground, but I know that it was a lot of emotion just to even um, start putting things into place for the business. And then after doing the business for a couple of years, I got tired. I got tired because one, or there are other things going on in my life outside of the business, but also like I just even got tired of the concept of the business. And pivoting the business wasn't something that I was keen on doing at the time. I was like, I feel like I need to think more about it. And that was like a frustrating thing because I'm like, oh, I really want the business to go do well. But as a person, I'm not even enjoying what I'm doing with the business. So I had to like pause it. So I basically went from being so excited about something to being in a place where I'm just tired of it and I want to do it. But then actually helped me find something else that I really wanted to do. Um, and I think that that is the journey. That can be sometimes the journey of a business. I remember when I used to write business plans, there's one section of a business plan that people don't ever want to like think about. Or most people that, that, I, that I worked on with business plans used to ignore or they're trying like, yeah, they don't want to talk about that part, which is basically the exit plan. What happens when the business doesn't work out? What there's actually like a part like that. Yeah. <laughs> Exit plan. What happens when the business doesn't work out? What do you do? Um, if the business has got to the place where it's, you know, um, it makes some money, that's, um, you know, it, 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 you can estimate it's worth and it's a bit valuable. Would you sell it? Would you, you know, liquidate the entire business and just like, you know, sell or sell all the assets at the business side and just take the money and go? Like, what would you do? Or, or, or would you just like, completely shut it down and do nothing with it. Like, what exactly would be your plan when it's time to exit the business? I mean, yeah, what would you do? Would you become, would you give someone else to manage it and then you just be, uh, you just, you're just the founder but someone else is really running it? Uh, what would you actually do? And people don't like to talk about that, but that's the reality for a lot of people. Because a lot of people get to a point where the business is not working out or the business is not what they want it to be and they have to figure out what they want to do next and that is an emotion in itself that people have to deal with. And I don't feel like it's going to talk about that enough. I think nobody, like just listen to how you're, like what you're saying, right? Immediately, yeah. like the human mind, or like I want to, I'm, I want to live, but let me speak for myself. Like, the human mind automatically would think of failure. You know, and honestly, no one likes failure. I know most motivational speakers are like, oh, you know, failure is not the end of it. You know, you pick up yourself, you go, blah, blah, blah. Like, failure is not in, in itself, it's not failure. You hear all of these things, right? But it's not easy to see that you put in so much um, time, so much effort. Some people, they even put in money, you know, depending on the type of business it is. 
and then you lose it. So it's actually I don't blame people for like I know like I know you don't blame people, right? I don't actually it, like even just hearing you say it, I'm just like I actually never thought about an exit plan. <laughs> like I have I don't have an exit plan, like this is it. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, but but me, yeah, like most people don't think about what happens um if things don't work out. Oh, and and an exit plan is not necessarily only when the business doesn't work out like in the way you want it to be, but also when you're tired of the business, when you want to move on to something else. Um, what happens basically? Uh, so 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 it's it's uh it's a conversation people don't like to have at the beginning of of, of a business. I think more more people to start thinking of business as a journey because i look at some people that are successful you know most people that are successful maybe they like some when i say people i mean business owners they tend to like have this one business that they started and then maybe from that business they might sell that business um and then use that money to like build on that business or invest in that business or you know like start something get into like a uh, like that running an initiative that they care about, like a philanthropic initiative or something like that. Um, and I feel like that in itself just shows that you know entrepreneurship is a journey. You know, just because you're doing one thing doesn't necessarily mean that's all you can do, right? It's a journey, and you know when it's time to move on from one thing, we just 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 embrace that. I don't and and don't let that be um a moment that feels like things are not going well or, or a moment i feel like oh you didn't stick to your guns in a certain aspect right so uh, it's, it's i feel like it's a joint so for you for example like you may be studying fashion styling but who says that he doesn't go into a fashion label um who says it doesn't go into like uh um a situation where you're educating other up-and-coming stylists in the future um who says it doesn't go into like uh, you know, custom design uh, for for movies or something, you know. So, and so that's not necessarily the idea that you probably started with, but then it morphs into something else. And so that part of coming to the, coming to terms with, okay, my business is moving in a certain direction, or I need to pivot, or I need to like change things. I think there's an emotion too that is part of that roller coaster that we really need to learn to come to terms with. It's interesting to me because I think I've heard, I'm not sure um, who was like certain business people that I might follow. Uh, one of the things um, they were talking about is, you know, I guess branching out. And I think it's just what you say. All right, let me not say branch now, but like at every stage you get to, there's more for you and then the new thing that you can experience, right? So like even what you said, like, oh yeah, I started, I'm starting with styling. But doesn't mean that there are other there are other new things that I can experience in the fashion industry. So don't be static, um, branch out. You know, I think that yeah, what you're saying that makes sense actually because I've heard someone say it. Like I've heard, you know, I think maybe it's um it's a, it was a it was a prayer actually that I joined, and it was just talking about how people that like entrepreneurs, um, praying about like, um their emotions, you know, don't let your emotions actually stand away because apparently, and you know, Toby also said this thing, but I actually didn't think it was a thing, but apparently a lot of people, when we start something, maybe because we're the ones that are starting it, we find it hard to um, 
let go of certain things you know you're too attached to what you've worked on you're attached to oh this is something i started you know what it took me so as a result of that attachment you know you find it hard to even experience so you find it hard to if something is not working that's already one thing that affects and then also you find it hard to even branch out and diversify and open your mind to other possibilities in that like in other possibilities that you can experience so like for styling trust me it can it can there are no emotions sometimes because you know you're dealing with um you're dealing with people you know they want things certain way then you have to like maybe careers you know delivery um people delivering your stuff they might come late you're just upset you know we might have that's one you know all the other things oh you want this you want that maybe the vendors don't get things the way you want it and then maybe the vision you had in your mind did not come out when you see the clothes you get and then you're not upset what do you do in that moment you have to kind of be creative should i cut this and change the style you know but if you're too if i'm too emotionally attached for example it can actually affect my creativity i just want to ask one question uh you answer and i answer if that's okay so what do you do when things are not going well in your business and you know you're downcast you're dejected you're frustrated you're confused you know you feel like you're waiting for you know a new client you're waiting for yeah the business not bringing as much money as you like it to bring or things are moving slowly generally or you're putting all this effort into marketing but yet um you know you're not really getting that much engagement or response how do you deal with that as an entrepreneur because we, we talked a little bit about failure right i really think you know just because it's trying something and then it doesn't necessarily work it doesn't necessarily mean that you're a failure uh, it may just mean that you need to like change your approach but for you though how do you feel in those moments where things are not going as well as you like them to go Personally, when I have a lot of things going on in my mind, I honestly find it hard to think or I find it hard to actually um, just keep pushing or doing anything. So what I do is I try to take a step back. In that moment, like no matter what you tell me, I'm just probably out. <laughs> you know, I start, I actually, legit actually start having headaches. Um, and so I've, I've found that the best way to handle that is to um take a step back so i just let's say if i had a to-do list that day honestly i might just drop that to the list you probably will find me on my couch watching a movie <laughs> watching youtube you know doing something random or on instagram just trying to distract myself yeah trying to distract myself that's what i'm doing but then i that's what i try to do but then you know, as you're going, that's not, to be honest, that's not going to be a feasible way to continue because, you know, as you're getting busy, you know, um, you have things to do. If you're in the middle of, like, you're on a spot, you have to handle things. I'm basically everything. I'm the stylist, I'm the photographer, I'm the accountant, I'm the admin, I'm everything, right? Right now where I am, um, I'm everything. Anything you want is me, you come to. I know that that's not feasible. Um, so right now, what I'm trying to do is okay maybe take a five minutes break step back also i'm beginning to realize that not i'm beginning to realize like um i'm i'm learning as i said i i just want to shut everything and just not do anything 
but I'm learning to talk to my talk myself out of that. And the best encouragement I can get, you know, to be honestly, is prayer and you know, reminding myself of why I'm doing this. Encouraging myself, I have um, affirmations, I have um, scriptures that I believe. So I just remind myself those things keep me grounded. And then when I do that, you know, I now also try to get out of my head and I talk to usually Toby. My business, I ask him a lot of things for business. He has more experience than I do because, he, as he said earlier, he has started things, right? And he has experienced a lot of things. He's good at marketing. So I sit down. You know, and I ask him questions. Okay, what do I do? This is not working. What do you think? So instead of just running away from, oh, I'm not doing anything, or I'm done, or just discouraged, I give myself a break. And I said, now I'm also trying to learn to encourage myself, you know, um, affirm myself with my affirmations and my scriptures I have. And then also, now, okay, please, when you have time, can you talk to me about this? What do you think? And then sometimes I just try to also go to people that I look up to, see what they're doing and you know when you just go up and some it encourages you right you look at oh this is nice and all that so i try certain things that i'm trying to do to um help me but i just take a step back and i try so that and i do that because i don't want to switch on but i just start saying oh this is not working you know and i start speaking things that i shouldn't say so in that moment even if it's just a five minutes like even if it's a minute or five minutes i just take a step back okay this thing is not working or this is how I'm feeling today. Um, get out of your head, you know, just say that and then okay, remind myself. I honestly I never used to remind myself before, but now I'm intentionally trying to take a step back, remind myself, and then I actually talk about okay, what can I do better? So that's what's really helping me these days. <laughs> it's a very timely topic <laughs> that to be actually like it's a very timely topic that to be said we talk about right. A lot of emotions trying to figure different things and then you're at the end of the year also like for example right, at the end of the year you're looking at did i meet my goals these are things that i set out you know and it's very easy to get carried away yeah no i think that that's a good point on on like how like you know the end of year period can be a time when people start looking back and start feeling sorry for themselves or feeling like they failed or they didn't do enough in the year yeah it's to be honest a lot of happened this year there's a war going on right now um the prices of things are really close um with inflation and recession lots of people have been laid off um people are still getting covid if you can still believe it so yeah it, it, it's uh uh it, it's something that you know as we all look back on the year whether you're a business owner or just a regular person with a job and um, with dreams and aspirations and you look back on the year and feel like oh i didn't meet certain goals please take it easy on yourself um don't don't beat yourself up um it's had been a long year um but and, and count your small wins like the little things that you've done that it should progress count those two as as a success um but for, but for me uh with with dealing with emotions uh, when things aren't going well in business uh, I, I think my default is usually to find a solution. And it, it can be a good and bad at the same time. I have this mindset that there's nothing that can be solved uh, if we all just like kind of sit down and think about it well enough. Now, there's some things that are out of our control, and I agree. Like some things are 
in the hands of God or it just happens. It's what happens, how things go. But I always feel like there's always an option in certain things. There's always something that you can do next. And and sometimes that thing that you can do next is really nothing. Nothing is doing nothing is an option. So I always kind of think about okay, what am I supposed to do next? Uh, when things aren't going well, what can I do? And sometimes what that boils down to is I need to take a step back, like like Larry said, and and think through the situation well enough. Maybe I need to go and study some more and think about some more strategies that might be helpful. Or maybe I need to read some books or take a course or two or speak to one or two people that have done it before. Yeah, maybe I just need to like upskill myself uh, in certain aspects. So I, yeah, so that, that is really the first thing that comes to my mind. How can I move on from the situation? Now, there's another aspect of it, right? When dealing with emotions, uh, I first have to come to terms with my emotions too. And sometimes that might take me a minute or two to get to, but I just got to come to terms that, okay, I am not happy, I'm frustrated, um, I'm not excited about the situation. So I try to come to terms with that emotion too at some point. Um, and the sooner I can come to terms with that emotion, I think the better it is for me to actually be able to recalibrate and move on without being overly worried or, you know, really just um, drowning in in fear or anxiety or frustration. So, so yeah, that, that, I think that's how I deal with it. I actually try to prevent solve as much as I can, but I also try to to be more self-aware and to you know acknowledge the fact that you know this is how I feel right now and I need to just go through that motion and that process to get on the other side of you know feeling a bit more feeling better. So yeah, I just I actually wanted just I wanted us to talk about this because yeah, I don't think it's spoken about enough. I think we see a lot of things out there that inspire us and motivate us to start a business or to start a project or to, you know, yeah, start a new game, change jobs or to pick up a new skill. But I don't think we see enough that tell us how much of a roller coaster of emotion it can be when you start something new. And so I hope that this podcast episode um, has been encouraging to someone out there. Um, and if it was, um, let us know. Let us know what you think about the fact that you know business is really uh, a roller coaster of emotions. And uh, let us know if you have any other tips for dealing with uh, you know the downtimes or the frustrations that may come up when starting a business. Yeah, just to add. Um, I know that even with the way like our generation, like things are changing, recession, as you said, things are really expensive. You know. We also, we believe, right, and we think of, oh, I have more than one income, and the next um, idea, like, oh, maybe I can start something, you know, I have a hobby, I can start, oh, I like this, um, but as much as all those things sound fancy, you know, entrepreneurs like CEOs, they make money, they do this, there's a lot of, there's a lot of work that goes into it, like, I can't even, like, now I understand why, like, the people I work for, why they did certain things. <laughs> Like, you know, it's not as fancy. You know, you see them take vacations and like, oh, you're taking vacations and I'm working for them, right? But like, it's a lot of things. Sometimes they even go on vacation and they're still working, right? So a lot of things. So yeah, um, please don't bite yourself hard. As Tony said, it's, it's a well getting to the end of the year. There's so many talks right now about 
what start planning for 2023? Oh, have you achieved your DCO? Oh, what do you plan? All of these things. Um, in all of these graduates, all these things are important. They, we, we believe it. We do it as well. But just be realistic. Guard yourself and um, make sure that whatever you're stepping into, like there's a bigger purpose for it. I believe that would help you um, run with your vision even when these emotions come into play. Thank you for listening. Please rate this show, leave a review, and share with friends. That's honestly the best way to support the show. This has been the Art of the Sound podcast. Bye now. Bye. Have a good week.